Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Fresh Cap Radio, the official podcast of Mycophiles and Mushroom Lovers, where every week, myself and my co-host Tegan get up here and talk about all things mushrooms and share the magic of mushrooms. And this week, we are talking about two of the hardest working mushrooms in all of the mushroom business. We're going to be talking about lion's mane and maitake. Now, these are both gourmet, delicious, edible mushrooms, but also powerful medicinal mushrooms so we're going to be talking about the benefits of both of these mushrooms and what makes them so special and unique also if you're listening to this before july 29th we are doing a giveaway right now over on youtube so head over and watch the video version of this podcast on youtube there's a link in that description which will take you to where you can sign up and enter to win a try mushrooms starter kit now this is one package of lion's mane one package of cordyceps one package of thrive six and your very own handheld mushroom mixer so if you want to get in to win and this is before july 29th 2020 then head over there and enter for your chance to win. So without further ado, let's jump right into the podcast. Should we start again? Oh no, let's just keep it rolling. Let's just keep it rolling? Keep it rolling. We already have some people tuned in. Awesome. They're still watching, so they must be able to hear us. Perfect. I think. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to uh, Fresh Cat Friday Live. The official show for mycophiles mushroom lovers and the fresh cat family so we're gonna be talking about again like i said lion's mane and maitake and the first mushroom we want to talk about today is probably my favorite mushroom of all time it is lion's mane i'll do a close-up this one is dried so it does turn brown when they are freshly grown they are beautiful white little pom-pom tooth you can see these little teeth maybe it's upside down there we go um, just a gorgeous mushroom. Yeah, so this one obviously is dried, so it's brown, but typically uh, lion's mane is like just beautiful snowball-like formations. But what makes it special and what you might be recognizing right now is it's not your typical cap and stem mushroom. Lion's mane, its method of spore dispersal, instead of having gills where the spores come out, it actually grows these teeth. And, you know, the, the, the teeth can get really elongated. Um, and that's why it has the name lion's mane, because it kind of looks like a lion's mane. Also called pom-pom. Pom-pom, right? Because yep. pom-pom mushroom. Yep. Um, also called yamabushitake, mm-hmm. which... Um, so yeah, it goes by a number of different names. Most commonly, the name is uh, lion's, lion's mane. mane. But the scientific name is Heresium arenaceus. And those two things, Heresium arenaceus, uh, are really important when we start talking about the medicinal benefits of lion's mane. So we'll get into that in a second. But other things I wanted to mention about lion's mane is how it grows. So it's a saprophytic mushroom. Which means... Which means that it grows on, you know, dead or dying matter. So if you're going to find lion's mane in the wild, you're going to find it growing on dead logs. So in the forest, on dead logs, um, it'll grow in these beautiful snowball-like formations off of those logs. And when it's cultivated, um, it can be cultivated quite easily because it's a saprophytic mushroom. Uh, and it has a pretty simple life cycle. So it's grown on hardwood sawdust. And you can quite easily grow lion's mane fruiting body at scale, which is done for both culinary and uh, medicinal purposes. Now, say you want to grow these at home. You are just getting into mushroom growing. Where would lion's mane be on the scale of how easy it is to grow? I would put lion's mane in level one, absolute easiest beginner friendly mushroom. Um, Sometimes you don't even have to try to grow lion's mane. 
don't know if you remember, like sometimes we'll have blocks of lines made that I've forgotten about and I've just left them somewhere. Like I think I had it in the garage once and you go check two weeks later and it's got a giant beautiful lion's mane mushroom on it, you know, growing at 60% humidity or something. So um, it is an easy mushroom to grow. It's quite prolific um, and yeah. And incredibly tasty. They're very versatile. Um, They do grow bigger than this. This is actually quite a small one. We've had them grow quite large and you can cut it, slice it into steaks. I've seen people roast these. A lot of times people will chop it up and make crab cakes because it does have slight seafood taste. It's a very, very nice mushroom to use in any kind of vegan replacement recipes. Um, So if you do have a chance to get your hands on some fresh mushrooms, definitely give them a try. Sometimes you can find them at local farmer's markets, not typically in grocery stores, but if you have a grower in your area, definitely check it out to see if you can get some fresh lion's mane to cook up in the kitchen. Yeah, a lot of people say it tastes like lobster, right? Yeah. Or it has that texture anyways, um, which it does. It's it's really nice. And yeah, like you mentioned, um, it doesn't have a great shelf life because it does bruise easily and stuff like that. So you don't often find it at grocery stores. No. But if you can find it at a farmer's market or even better, grow it yourself, um, it's an amazing culinary mushroom to have mm-hmm. at home. Um, but like I said, it's not just a culinary mushroom, right? Lion's mane is a super powerful, super popular, probably the most, one of the most popular in the world right now, um, medicinal mushroom. Yes. And historically, so lion's mane has been used for a really long time, but historically it wasn't really used for what it's used for today. Historically, it was used for digestive issues, for gut issues, and also for immune support. But today, lion's mane is more so known as the cognitive mushroom or the brain the mushroom. brain mushroom, yeah. Yeah, or what did you, what did you call it? Nature's, nu- nah, nature's nutrients for neurons. Oh, that's hard to say. I yeah, kinda, I can see why that one has really taken up. off. Nature's nutrients for neurons. But I guess to throw in another end, it's also known as a nootropic yes. or, um, you know, a compound that is good for brain health, cognitive health. And there's, you know, lots of reasons for this, lots of studies still being done on this, but basically it still comes down to two compounds that are in the mushroom. Also in the name of the mushroom. Also in the name yep. of the mushroom. So they are hericinones and aranacines. Hericinones and aranacines are found in lion's mane mushroom. And why are they so special? What makes them so uh, amazing for, for brain health and all that kind of potential? Well, it's because they are able to stimulate something called nerve growth factor. Now, nerve growth factor is something that's naturally in our bodies and it helps to protect nerves. It helps to even stimulate the growth of new nerves, hence the name nerve growth factor. Yeah, and most people will think of nerve growth factor for neurological health, but it also has a broad range of other benefits, just keeping homeostasis in the body, so supporting cardiovascular health and metabolic syndrome. Right, because you're, you're obviously you have nerves in your brain or neurons, right? Which is why it has its cognitive benefits, but your nervous system goes through your, your whole body, right? And that's what nerve growth factor um, is there for. But interestingly enough, uh, nerve growth factor is large. It's too large to pass the blood brain barrier that allows certain compounds to go through and doesn't allow other compounds to go through. So nerve growth factor cannot cross the blood brain barrier. But Hericinones and aranacines are way smaller molecules and they can cross the blood brain barrier. So that is why they can help stimulate nerve growth factor in the brain, which is like really cool. It's really amazing. And again, there's probably like so much more research uh, that needs to be done on this, but um, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And this helps to protect neurons and to grow new ones. So, right. So that's why so many people have, you know, uh, brain boosting benefits from, from lion's mane mushroom. Um, 
but there obviously has been lots of studies done on this, which is really cool. Um, a lot of studies done on mice, for example, where they show like improved um, for, for like brain injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's also been studies done on people where they like eat cookies that have lion's mane mushroom powder in them over a period of uh, a number of weeks. And then they take a bunch of test scores and show cognitive improvement, which is really, really cool. Um, and if you're interested in those studies, uh, we'll link to them in the description of this video. Yeah, and those benefits are typically found with long-term use of lion's mane mushroom and continual use of lion's mane mushroom. So most of these studies will find that discontinuing use, you kind of go back to that baseline level where you were at before, but continuing use, you have these cognitive benefits. Right, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, so it's actually. not just a something you could take one pill, pop it, and you're good for months. No. Something that you want to work into your daily routine. Exactly. Yeah. Which is the, the, the case for most mushrooms, natural products, yeah. adaptogens, right? These, they're these things that like work over time. Mm -hmm. um, but just to call it a couple of the studies. So um, one of the ones is a, it was a double-blind placebo-controlled study where subjects with mild cognitive impairment were given four 250 milligram tablets of lion's mane three times per day. So basically... That's three grams of lion's mane per day and subsequently showed significant improvement in cognitive function, which is really cool. Yes. Um, and another study, the one I mentioned where uh, subjects were given cookies containing lion's mane mushroom, and this was for a period of 12 weeks. Um, and the results showed, again, improvement in cognitive function and prevention of short-term memory deterioration. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll link to all these studies in the video if you're watching this on YouTube, and you can go ahead and, and check those out. But it's not just uh, brain health that people use lion's mane mushroom for. There's also uh, been research done on the mood boosting effects of lion's yeah. mane. Yeah. So there have been studies with anxiety and depression, and they have found that with the use of lion's mane mushroom, they have seen decrease in anxiety and depression and increase in overall well-being. And this is thought of its ability, lion's mane's ability, to be a kappa opioid receptor agonist. So that is why it's thought to have these well-being improvements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lion's mane, a fascinating mushroom, uh, tons of cool medicinal benefits, but it's also a quite a tasty um, gourmet. gourmet mushroom. So um, yeah, lots of people were saying on last week's video that lion's mane is their favorite mushroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a good reason for that. It's, pre it's pretty darn awesome. Yeah. And it is probably one of the best-selling uh, mushrooms right now by a long shot. Like if you go to Amazon and go find the best-selling uh, mushrooms, they're all lion's mane mushroom supplements. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that are selling lion's mane. It's incredible to see. Yeah, so yeah. a lot more people are, are starting to learn about this thing, which is which is yeah. really, really cool. And you see it in coffee and you see it in all sorts of other things. Um, actually, I have some in my coffee right now. I know. I have Thrive Six, so I have some too. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, that's awesome. So I think, you know, that kind of covers lion's mane. Um, if you have any other questions about it, feel free to pop in the comments below. Well, I know that before the beginning of this you mentioned that it was used for gut health right right so why don't we touch on that quickly sure all right so typically um a lot of gastric upset and um what are they called ulcers are caused by helicobacter pylori which is a type of bacteria so it has been shown that lion's mane has been effective at reducing the h pylori bacteria that is commonly associated with these gastric ulcers and digestive upsets. Right, That's so. It, yeah. which explains kind of why lion's mane has been traditionally used for gut health. Yeah, so and yeah, any kind of gastric um, ulcers or chronic gastritis might want to look into lion's mane. Yeah. Could be beneficial. And, and again, uh, like there's lots of different compounds in lion's mane. Some of them are going to be 
you know, in the fruiting body, some of them are going to be, you know, use different extraction methods to get them out. Some are water soluble, some are not. So um, it's obviously a lot more complex than we're covering here. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, again, we'll put all the links in this video and you can check it out. And um, again, lion's mane, I think the one thing you want to take away from this though is lion's mane is considered the mushroom for your brain. And it's because of these hericinones and aranacines, these really unique and interesting compounds that are found in lion's mane mushroom. So moving on to the next, uh, one of my other favorite mushrooms. I, I say that for every mushroom, but my take really <laughs> is one of those one of those mushrooms because it's so uh, incredibly delicious as a gourmet mushroom, yes. but again, has these medicinal benefits. So Just like lion's mane. Different like benefits, but the same gourmet, medicinal. Yeah, you can use them both ways. Delicious right. to cook with. Right. And maitake, actually, there is a pretty good chance you might find it at your local grocery store um, because it is, you know, cultivated here. It's got a pretty good shelf life yeah. and you might find it at the at the grocery store. So maitake is a polypore mushroom. It's also another saprophytic mushroom. So it grows on dead or de decaying matter. Um, so you'll find it, typically, if you find it in the wild, you'll find it at the base of trees. Um, and it it is also known as hen of the woods because it kind of looks like a hen. Uh, people sometimes get that confused with chicken of the woods, which is a totally different mushroom. Uh, but maitake also sometimes called hen of the woods. Um, but it was also historically called the dancing mushroom. And I don't know how true this is, but the story goes uh, when samurais were in the forest, if they saw this mushroom, they would get so excited that everyone would get around and, and dance. Hence, it's called the dancing mushroom. Um, and I would dance too if I found maitake because it is, it, it is amazing. It is a polypore mushroom. So it Again, it's not your typical cap and stem mushroom and it doesn't have gills, it instead has pores. So it releases its spores through these pores um, and it doesn't actually have gills. And maitake can sometimes get quite huge, but it can also be cultivated in smaller amounts in bottles. Um, so again, a delicious gourmet mushroom. Um, if you've never tried maitake, uh, I'd highly suggest trying it out. It's got umami in it, um, which is, you know more about umami than me. I'm putting you on the spot here. But... The fifth taste, right? Is it fifth? Yeah. Sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and umami. Right. I think of the five tastes. And umami is it's like a savory, um, satiating, how would you describe it? It's just umami. I don't know. Yeah. Savory. Mm, savory? I don't know. Like, uh... like MSG. just makes you want to eat more. Right. There you go. Like MSG. Hard to explain. But yeah, my talk has got that. But um, again, like we said, uh, Maitake is gourmet mushroom, but it's also a powerful uh, medicinal mushroom. So maitake, like all medicinal mushrooms, has these polysaccharides, protein-bound polysaccharides that are immunomodulators that support our immune system and that are responsible for a lot of these benefits, but come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. And one of the interesting ones in maitake is something called defraction. So this is a specific uh, protein-bound polysaccharide in maitake mushroom. Um, and there's been lots of research on this mushroom in particular for how it supports the immune system, but also how it supports the immune system for people who are going through chemotherapy or cancer treatment. And helping to alleviate some of the side effects commonly seen and experienced in chemotherapy. Yeah. Like the hair loss, the nausea. The... But it's, it's also one of the mushrooms that's really high in, um, in beta D glucans or just polysaccharides in general. Um, so, you know, 35% or higher is typically found in uh, maitake, extracts of maitake fruiting body. So it's not just the defraction that is available. Right. I mean, there's lots of different, yeah, you can basically go down the list. So they'll like test all of these different fractions or different compounds and see how they're active against uh, certain things or how they affect the body in certain ways. But they found defraction in particular to be really uh, interesting. 
So you can actually get just defraction by itself, mm -hmm. uh, which is like a very specific extract of maitake. Yeah, and some of the studies focus on defraction or M-defraction in combination with fruiting body, powdered fruiting body. That's a really good point. So yeah, a lot of those studies, what they do is they take the defraction, but like exactly like you said, they would put them in combination with just powdered maitake fruiting body. Yeah. So you still have full range of compounds found. You're not just singling out one. So. Yeah. So the other thing that would um, characterize maitake and what it's been used for and what it's been studied for would be uh, its ability to maybe help blood sugar levels, um, which is also really cool. And that like links to all sorts of different things. So they've been, you know, studies done in uh, mice and rats where they've shown that like diabetic mice, for example, had positive benefits from um, taking extracts of maitake mushroom. Um, but they've also done studies in humans for uh, PCOS. Yeah, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Right. So I'll just read right from here. Which, explain. Yeah, well, explain I think in the majority of polycystic ovarian cases, um, it has some level of insulin resistance related to it. So the fact that maitake will help with this just fits because maitake helps to control, reduce, and improve blood glucose levels. So Right. So if those two things are related, it makes sense. And actually, in, in, so in, in one study... Um, ovulation was observed in 20 of 26 women given maitake extract. Um, and the study continues to say, and six of eight women who failed to ovulate after being treated with clomiphene citrate, which I guess is used for treating infertility, um, did so after being given maitake. And all three women in the study expressed interest, who expressed interest to become pregnant were able to do so. So that's really cool. And again, I'll link to that study in this, in this video as well. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Because I think polycystic ovarian syndrome can be quite common. Yeah. So. Yeah. So again, uh, all sorts of medicinal benefits. Uh, maitake, a super interesting gourmet and medicinal mushroom. If you get a chance to get your hands on some fresh maitake or lion's mane, definitely highly recommend bringing it into your kitchen, looking up a recipe, or just being creative, seeing what you come up with. They're both delicious. Exactly. So I think that that kind of covers it. If we missed anything, if you're if you're thinking, hey, I wanted to learn about this, or I want to know about this, be sure to let us know. And uh, we'll follow up on it, or we'll uh, at least point you in the right direction. Yeah. And again, uh, this is all stuff that we're, you know, we're finding studies, we're reading through them, understanding these mushrooms. Again, we're not medical doctors, we're not medical professionals. We're not trying to be or pretend to be. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, um, if you're interested in using mushrooms or using medicinal mushrooms for some kind of specific condition, uh, by far the best bet is always to reach out to your doctor or a natural healthcare practitioner, um, because every situation is going to be different. And this is just information that we're gathering and sharing uh, to keep doing our, uh, our, our goal of spreading the magic of mushrooms. So, you know, we hope by talking about these things, you can, you can learn a lot and then maybe you learn something new about mushrooms, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Don't forget about our fantastic giveaway this week. Yes. So we have Lion's Mane, Thrive 6, which includes my take, and Cordyceps. We're giving away with our little handy mixer. So get in on that. The link will be below this video. Get into it. Yeah. Put the link in the description of this video. Super simple. Just <clears throat> enter your email address and then you'll be into win randomly. Make sure you get it in before uh, 1 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. And um, yeah, we'll what, pick... What day is that actually? Wednesday... July, July 29th. 29th? There we go. I think. So if it is past that date, this giveaway has already been done. Yeah. And one last time, congrats again to uh, Jane for winning the pins last week. So just reach out to us so we can get those to you. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we'll be back next week which we, when we're going to talk about... 
Oh man, we're on the spot now. Um, we were gonna we were gonna talk about two other medicinal mushrooms. What about? Are we gonna talk about common or not so common? Let's do that. Let, next week we'll talk about the least common but still interesting and important. I'm gonna come up with a better title than that. Because I know I've had some interest around enoki. Ah, enoki is a medicinal because mushroom. Because it is a medicinal mushroom, but not commonly thought of as a medicinal mushroom. So we could consider talking about that. What do yeah. you think? I think next week we should talk about the most important medicinal mushrooms you've never heard of. There you go. Enoki and mystery mushroom. <laughs> Coming at you next week. Sounds good. So we're signing off. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Have a good weekend.